Hi, my name is Nicole. I'm so excited you're here. I am your host for today. So I'm a mum of three, which includes twin boys, and I have a career, business, and I'm also a coach to amazing mothers like you, so you can really have it all. So welcome to this Million Dollar Decisions podcast for mums. And here we really chat all things in your life that will ultimately give you the best life possible. And this is anything from fitness, mindset, wealth, business, motherhood, you name it, we will talk about it. And we will focus on doing everything we can so that you can have the best life possible. So let's do this. Welcome to today's show. I'm really, really excited to have our amazing guest, Jamie L. Smith, on the show. If you could uh, share a little bit about yourself, Jamie, that would be absolutely amazing. Thanks, Nicole. I'm excited to be here with you today. So I am a co-founder and the chief experience officer of Amplify Advisors. I'm also a mom of two boys, 10 and 14, and a wife, and I've got a dog and a team of 40 here at work, and that's me. Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you for being on the show. Um, I would love to hear a little bit about uh, more about what you do, because today we're going to talk about juggling motherhood. Two boys, I know boys are a little bit crazy. So how do you manage uh, being a wife, being a mother uh, and working in quite a high, um, you have like quite a high, highly demanding job, if I understand correctly, right? Yeah, being a business owner is obviously demanding and we are running a business that is growth centric. So we are growing really, really fast as a company and we're constantly working with other clients that are growth oriented as well. So it's not it's not a lifestyle business ownership choice. We don't run a lifestyle business at all. So I do work 60 plus hours a week along oh, with I the demands at home for sure. Um, in terms of balancing, I think part of it is just, you know, setting up some roles and responsibilities with my husband in terms of where, where I play strong at home and where I'm expected to be able to have the freedom to focus on my business and on my team at work. And so that's something that my husband and I didn't learn off the bat. It's not like we had our first pregnancy and knew exactly <laughs> what it was going to look like, yeah. but we did figure it out as slow learners, I would say. So Welcome one story I like to share. Sorry, what's that? Welcome to the club. And I'm sure everyone listening is probably either just going to take these tips or also it just doesn't happen naturally. I don't think anyway. <laughs> no, it's true. I remember a couple of quick stories on that. One was I went to a women in leadership uh, panel when I was pregnant with my first kid. And I remember a partner actually talking about how it constantly has to change. Yeah. And the plan and the roles and responsibilities have to change because the kids change. And it was a real brick to the head because on the one hand, it's logical. I mean, a two-year-old needs something different than a 15-year-old. So of course it changes. But yeah. hearing it was the first time I really realized, oh my gosh, this is a job where once I set a plan, I can't stick to the plan because it yes. constantly has to change. I think that's a and huge golden nugget, by the way. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but adjusting your um, your your environment um, and your roles to help each other with the age of the kids. I never actually thought about it like that. Um, to be honest, it's so true because even to do with washing, maybe one phase of childhood, like you're doing more washing and like who is doing that? This is my my stress at the moment, you know? So I really love that tip, by the way. Um, I think that can be really, really helpful for couples who are struggling as well. 
yeah, it's not the best news to hear, but it's very true yeah. and very <laughs> much reality. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. So sorry to interrupt you. Keep on going. Thank no, you. it's all good. The other, um, the other story I'd quickly share is just um, when my oldest was eight. So theoretically, I'd been a mom for eight, nearly nine years, if you include pregnancy. I had a, I had a light bulb moment. I was sitting there at 8 p.m. at a job where nobody else was in the building. And knowing that no one else was expected to be in the building and I wasn't going to get some incredible promotion or bonus yeah. or reward for the fact that I was there. That was a moment when I realized that I was there because it was a choice I was making, not because I had a mean, terrible boss or, or the worst job on earth. I realized at that moment that I was making the choice to be at work and, and that I was passionate about what I do and that I should design my life around those choices instead of constantly beating myself up and being guilty and feeling bad about loving work and loving my career and loving what I could do in the business community and so that was a that was a deal breaker for me and obviously as a result when I came home and told my husband that you know we were gonna make some changes at home because I wanted him to be more of the primary parent and me to have the freedom to invest in what I was passionate about. And um, that was hard and letting go of, you know, how clean the house is or how often laundry gets done or the diet of my kids wasn't easy. But in order yeah. to actually make that shift, I had to truly trust and empower my husband to be that parent that I expected him to be and let go of the decision making and the control as well as the execution of those tasks and he works as well, but he does take the primary parenting and I'm so grateful that I can rely on him and, and we can find the balance now. Well, I think that's amazing. And also what I heard is like to let go of the guilt, like, you know, that that's what you wanted to do. And instead of just changing because of what kind of society sometimes says that we should do like as a mom that we should be home with the kids or not work over time or try to adapt to our kids you know what you're passionate about and you just shifted the environment to adapt so that you could you could do that and it's so empowering because I think so many women especially a lot of women I speak to feel so guilty like that's the number one thing that comes up all the time. I just feel so guilty that I'm away from my kids, you know, instead of saying like, okay, so how can we kind of um, address that so that I don't feel guilty, which is what you did. You kind of did the conversation with your partner and your husband and he took certain responsibilities. And do you have guilt now? I really don't because I mean, I spend quite a bit of time with my kids. It's just not traditional in yeah. the sense that I don't eat supper with my kids every night. In fact, I very rarely eat with them at all. Mm -hmm. um, I don't do their laundry at all. I haven't touched a, <laughs> I haven't touched oh, a washer and dryer in many, dream. many, many years. Um, so I don't have guilt because we've got a part-time nanny that supports us. And as the kids have gotten older, that support is largely around the household and that and that laundry and cleaning, not so much the childcare. I've yeah. got a husband who's doing a kick-ass job being a dad and being a parent. And yeah. I'm there a ton. And so if you, you know, if you and a lot of studies show this too, if you count the hours that both parents put towards kids when you have a two working household, um, it's actually in quantity higher than a lot of a lot of times when you have one parent stay at home and the other one isn't feeling that pressure of being a parent. So 
from a quantity perspective, I don't feel guilty. And then from a quality perspective, when I'm with my kids, I'm doing the things that I'm stronger at, that I'm better at, that I care about. Don't get me wrong. There's there's shit work in all jobs and parenting. And, and yeah. I don't get to delegate all of that to the nanny or the husband, but I do get to play to my strengths and play to my passion, both at home and at work. So it really helps with the guilt. I love it. And also you're doing something that makes you happy, which also I feel is important that your kids see you going for your dreams. You're coming home happy or you're living with purpose, which I, I think that's super important to be teaching our kids that as well. Uh, you know, so well done. I think that's amazing. Uh, now, what is your one tip or two uh, for women who are working and really struggling? Do you have any kind of tips to help them kind of maybe if they're listening now, they could implement over the next, um, you know, few days or few weeks, just a few tips that are really, really struggling with the, um, I guess, time management and just feeling overwhelmed. And that's usually what I hear a lot from women. Yeah, I think that it kind of goes back to something I alluded to before. It's really about being willing to share the responsibility and to empower the other person because far too often I'll see moms take, they won't let go of the brain work or the decision-making or the control. Yeah. And as a result, the husband does kind of do a bad job, gets resentful and doesn't enjoy it. And then they're resentful and bitter and angry because they're still taking on the stress and the decision-making and that mental load. So yeah. a couple of quick examples. I mean, I don't know how many times I'll go out for a girl's night with my friends mm -hmm. and half the women there cooked supper for their family yeah. before they left to come eat supper with me. And that is honestly crazy. And if you dial it back, it's not about being generous. It's not about being giving. It's partially out of guilt. It's mm -hmm. partially out of habit and obligation. But a lot of it's about control and God yeah. forbid their husband ordered a pizza and didn't bring out the veggie tray for supper. Like that's what it's really about. I love but that. Yeah. I love let that go. You've got to oh. let the dad decide what's for supper that night. Yes. Even if it's a really bad choice. Let it go. <laughs> I've mastered that. Can I just tell you, listeners, I have mastered that. I go out with my girlfriends, like, what's what's the kids eating? I'm like, I have fucking no idea. But I'm not feeding them. They have their husband. I have my husband at home. They're not gonna starve. I went away now for um to Cyprus. I nothing, absolutely nothing was organized at all. But I just trust him. And what is the worst thing that can happen? Actually, I'm pretty sure they'll be fed better with him. I'm just gonna say that out loud, but you know, like. You know, just I totally agree. I also have the same thing. I'm sure people listening maybe resonate or feel like they have to have everything organized. And it's the control. It's the control of perfection of their kids. And the husbands need to have to feel that they are doing stuff perfectly imperfect. It's, it's you know, it's how they can also grow and share love with their kids without being judged, right? Like I see a lot of um, women judging their husbands. Just let them do it. And even if it's a bit shitty, they're trying, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think if I could say one tip to mothers working or not working, to be honest, it would be that, you know, trust, yeah. empower, and let it go. Let it go. <laughs> um, yeah. Whether it's your nanny, your grandma that's coming in to help with childcare, or especially your spouse, that's the co-parent. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, and what is the one thing you do every day religiously, like in regards to helping, uh, you know, something work 
efficiently. It's, it's, it's like a routine or some kind of ritual that you do every day that helps you live this lifestyle. So about 18 months ago, I started meditating in the morning and it's made a big difference. And probably the difference that's been the most consistent is with parenting. The other day, because my 10 year old made some comment how, um, how I was more easygoing than my husband, which I just, I've been like ribbing him on because the reality is that is completely not true <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm incredibly intense. Easygoing is not at all an accurate statement about That's me, but having said that meditation has really, um, helped me and forced me to, you know, leave space and be less responsive and more deliberate. And I have been the least challenged when it comes to my kids in terms of remembering and and reinforcing that habit and the and the tool and the exercises meditation to keep me on board and keep me disciplined so that's only 18 months that's a relatively new habit but it is one that's top of mind and it's making a difference I'm not perfect I've got I've slipped up more at work and more with my husband than with my kids um for sure I've had slip-ups but it's making a difference and I'm getting better every day so um and I was one of those people that absolutely thought meditation was ridiculous until I finally decided to level up and give it a shot. um, It's life-changing. Amazing. As someone who, I don't know if you've heard of him, but I'll share it just because he's amazing. If you know of uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I'm not familiar. I'll look oh, it up. Oh, sure. my gosh. Everyone listening, he's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, he's got great books, uh, super, uh, Supernatural. I'm listening to one of his ones now. I've been listening to him for quite a long time. But, yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza is one definitely to check out his books, um, yeah, for meditation and um, neuroscience and just the benefits of meditation. He's brilliant. And he has a lot of amazing meditations. So, as you are now a uh, guru, Jamie, I think you should listen to him. <laughs> I love it. I will put it on my list for sure. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Uh, okay, what else did I want to ask you? If there was a book that you had to share to empower women, uh, what would that be? Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many books. The latest one that I just read, and I should have pulled up the author because I'm going to get that wrong, but um, Lessons in Chemistry, actually, oh. was such a good book that I recently read. Now, it's fiction, but I still recommend it because it just, it really helps you reinforce, like, how far things have come, but yet it's still kind of sadly relatable, <laughs> even though <laughs> it, it was based in the 60s, and there was some pretty hardcore sexism back then, obviously, so it's kind of sad that it's as relatable as it is yeah right but it's by bonnie uh garma garmas lessons in chemistry so it's fiction i only recently read it so there's a relevancy factor in my answer to your question awesome. but i think it's a fantastic entertaining read and i loved it um from a business perspective if i if i had to pick one book i always say it's never eat alone and that's by keith uh ferris i think is his last name never oh. never eat alone and that's a really great book about connection and network and how you can design a life where everything kind of integrates and is and is empowering to each other from a relationship and people perspective so oh, one fun book that's definitely about a working mom and another one that's a great business book not specifically for moms or women but just one that I always say 
Awesome. I haven't actually uh, read or listened to that one. And I have a I read books like, um, you know, like one a week or something. So amazing. I'll, um, I'm going to listen to that. I'm sure the listeners will as well. Uh, and I like that you shared a fiction one because I don't know, I'm always personally listening to nonfiction and always business oriented, but sometimes we need to just actually just let go and actually just read or listen to a book that isn't based on learning. Right. It's very nice. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. And my last question uh, is, what is one thing you want to share with the women listening? So anything that you would love to share from your heart that you feel drawn to kind of just sharing with them today? Well, I think that if I step back on that question of guilt, because absolutely, up until that light bulb moment I had when my oldest was eight, as I mentioned, my entire parenthood was probably dominated by guilt and feeling like I wasn't doing a good job at work because I was preoccupied with, you know, work, not working overtime and getting it all done within eight hours or whatever the case may be. And I wasn't um, the mom that my mom was necessarily because I wasn't at home. And even if I only worked eight hours a day, there was the commute back then and all the rest. Right. And so that guilt was just an overriding constant feeling. And even when I see my uh, Facebook flashbacks, I can read the guilt in that Jamie. And it's crazy. And what I would say is that, you know, the best thing I ever did for myself was step back and think, what are my strengths? What are my passions? And how can I, how can I get the most out of a life? How can I design a life where I show up the best? And and then let the guilt go. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I've been told by relatives that I'm wasting my life um, <laughs> because I spend so much of it at work and not at home with the kids. Um, you know, I often get pushed back even from some of my closest friends in terms of uh, in terms of the relationship and the not conventional choices that my husband and I have made. And so it's not easy sometimes, but I think that at the end of the day, if we design a life that we love, we're going to show up better at all parts of it and things can be taken care of and they don't have to be taken care of by us just because we're a woman or just because we're the mother or just because we're the owner of the business or the manager of the team or whatever role or hat you're holding. Amazing. I love it. And thank you so much for really showing up authentically and sharing. And I think it's really, really empowering for women to hear this. It's such a strong beautiful message because I feel like society pushes us down or women who are working a lot down like you said your friends your family and you are living your best life and you're happy and you're serving your kids really well even if that is not something that might be look is not traditional right so amazing and I'm sure that it's really empowered a lot of people listening today so thank you Jamie for taking the time to talk with us Uh, and I'm really excited to share this with everyone uh, listening so thank you so much for being here with us Jamie. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciated it. Thank you. And I'm just going to fight. I don't want to press N because you're going to hit. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. So now as a amazing listener, I ask you just to subscribe to my channel if you found that helpful and you want to connect more of course feel free and I would love to see a review you can also follow me on Instagram at Nicole underscore fit and fab I share a lot of behind the scenes a lot of things about my kids and my family and my crazy life and now listen up as a listener you also get a free one-to-one call with me and this won't be available forever so go to the show notes and book a call now and let me support you in your journey this is a free call and as I said it won't last forever 
But if you do want to actually take your life to the next level and you want to apply to work with me one-on-one or in a group, depending on my availability, please just fill out the survey in the show notes and one of the team or even myself will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you so much. Have the most amazing day ever.